welcome to a very special short shoot show. And it's special because we get to look back at what a fantastic season finale it was at Super League Triathlon in Malibu, which did just what we hoped it would do and mixed up the racing, challenged the athletes and led to some of the closest racing we've seen in a long, long time. We've got the usual crew on the short shoot show today. My name is Will McCloy and as usual, I have with me the world's fastest Ironman. Uh, Tim Don is here, former world number one duathlete Annie Emerson is here, and four-time world champion. And Super League co-founder Chris McCormack is here. All of them team managers, all of them having varying levels of success uh, with their team across the course of the month. Macker, I want to start with you. You're obviously not in Malibu. You're in London having escaped Jersey after uh, picking up that little virus that we've just started to hear about in the news, um, just started to hit the headlines. What did you think of Malibu overall? Um, obviously, you watched it on the television like uh, most people did around the world. How did you feel about how the racing went? It was, it was, yeah, it's been difficult being locked in Jersey, and uh, you don't say the c word, the COVID, because it triggers those algorithms. But yeah, it was, it was good to watch. So I hadn't, you know, I hadn't snapped back and not been in the in the, the vibe of it all. I had a bit of, a, I had definitely had FOMO when all the photos were coming in, and you know, obviously, I have a lot of friends there in in Los Angeles where I lived for a long part of my career. So it was overall, it was a great race. It's such a great event, you know, but it's a very, very different event. And, uh, and there's a lot of work, I guess we have to do on, 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 you know, refreshing that entire venue, but it was just great to bring surf swimming into super league racing. It was great to see how that played such a significant role in the racing. Very, very different. I know a lot of the athletes were concerned about that. It's great to showcase what super league is to an American audience at a very Ironman centric. So, and all the feedback I've had was, wow, you know, so I loved it. I, you know, it was tough not being there with the guys, but I, um, but yeah, I sat up till, till early in the morning in Jersey in my hotel room, which I hadn't left for 10 days and, and plugged in and listened to you guys calling away. You did an awesome job and it was, yeah, it was, it was great to watch. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there either. The only two that were there were Tim and Annie because I'm stuck in Fortress, Australia. Uh, Tim, what did you, apart from no doubt picking up a, a hefty dose of sunburn, which, you know, all of you do every time you go anywhere, <laughs> but how did you feel about it on the ground? What was the vibe like on the ground? I think I think all the all the age groupers that were there for the was two and a half thousand people racing. I think they were a bit shocked at the ferocity of the racing. I mean, the the, the second half of the bike course was just like wicked. Like the corners, you know, they were snaking round the expo. Um, as Maka said, it's, you know, for a first attempt, it was it was phenomenal. The surf swim, you know, I think the athletes didn't know what you know. It blew their mind because ITU they don't do surf swims anymore. It's not like the old days. Um, yeah, I was so impressed with the the event and um yeah the racing you know it was the climax we all wanted it was it was awesome and annie you've actually raced obviously you called the race with me uh along with richard murray as well you had the team manager role and then this morning you got up and raced at five o'clock in the morning you mad woman how how was that Oh, it was good, but it stopped me, you know, hitting the beers last night, which is a good thing. Um, it, it was brilliant. The water's nice, but it was chilly. I was I was very lucky that Gillian Saunders lent me her wetsuit, otherwise I would have frozen. Um, and and the water's beautiful. I wasn't afraid of the shark. I, obviously, they're lurking out there. We've seen the pictures. Um, but no, it was it was really good fun. But the race yesterday was absolutely brilliant. It's, it's a slow build, the eliminator, but it was worth the wait because the final racing in both the men and the women's was absolutely dynamite and everything i've seen on social media was like wow what a finale what a finish to, to super league 2021 
Let's uh, let's review uh, everything that that happened. Well, let's start with the women's, and I guess when you start with the women's, you've got to start with Flora Duffy, uh, world champion, Olympic champion, takes some time off, uh, was on the same time zone, she was fresh, and she dominated with a wire to wire win. Uh, Help with her beach swimming experience, which she has growing up in Bermuda. But uh, how about Flora Duffy? I'm just going to open the floor so everybody just jump in. Um, and I, I guess Maka, let's start with you. What did you think of Flora uh, coming in as a wild card and she said she was shocked by the pace of it all. She didn't seem shocked by it. If she was shocked, it must have been in the water in swim one. Look, I, I, I guess we all called it last time we did the short shoot show, the danger she was going to bring to the racing. She's, for this style of racing, she's exceptional because her bike skills are phenomenal. She's, she's flawless across the three disciplines and she just ripped it apart. She led that swim. I think, you know, that surf skills, you, you saw that from the onset. She led to that first can in that opening swim and, uh, you know, you could spot her in the orange, the cheetah orange. She was, she was easier to see. And once she got on the bike, she ripped it apart, right? But it was interesting to say, hear her say, you know, she won that short shoot. So she said after the race that she, she was unsure about what she thought of the short shoot. But she was very, very relieved to get it in the end because uh, she said she was really starting to struggle the back end of that race. So it was interesting that the short shoot probably won her the event because Georgia Taylor-Brown was exceptional. You know, <coughs> Jess Lermont was exceptional. Katie Zafaris was exceptional. Well, that, both the men's and women's racing was amazing, but Flora brought such a big, big show to the to the racing. As did, as did Lucy Charles Barclay, who were both the wild cards, just both at the front end of the racing. I was unreal. Like I was just sitting on the edge of my seat, going, "Man, Super League is seriously cool racing, and it's the athletes that do it." It was really, really nice to watch. What did everyone else think, um, Tim? Obviously, and, and Annie. What did you guys think of, of of Flora's effort? And also, let's let's pick out Lucy Charles Barclay as well. Has some of the, the quickest run splits of the day. Had some of the slowest bike splits, and you could see from her transition all the way through that super technical course that she was like, normally I go for this, like five, four hours in a straight line. This is not for me because it was a super tight and twisty effort, Tim. Absolutely, I, I think. Um... You know, as I said, Flora, she was in control. She'd done her homework. She wanted the short shoot, not just about the course, but the style of racing. I saw her husband on the course really telling her, keep your heart rate down, keep your heart rate down. You know, they weren't taking it as a foregone conclusion that she was going to walk away with it. So, yeah, it was brilliant to see her A game. And as Maka said, on the bike, my God, she is just phenomenal. You know, I think she'd be hanging with the, with the, with the men's group. Lucy Charles Barclay, um, you know, she, she, she came... You know, she came to the to the race having just done a 70.3 and she attacked that first swim. She got the short shoot and I was like, wow, you know, maybe she's going to be a contender. But, but she was struggling on the bike. You know, she was over gearing in the technical section. I could see she was, you know, not comfortable on the corners. And I think it was the, the second race where she crashed into the barrier and couldn't get going. Um, but you know what? I've got so much respect for her, you know, for her to, to stand up and race, you know, the best in the world over the short course. Um, when they're at their A game, um, you know, and she does it with a smile on the race with such grace that, um, yeah, she definitely bought something special. So, yeah, those two wild cards, yeah, they they, they, were, they, they really were wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I can I sort of throw something out there? Um, I, oh, dear. Listen, I mean, oh, dear. Here we go. Um, thank <laughs> – enough of that, Maka. I mean, I've got to be very grateful that I had Flora because we needed those points. There is no way as a manager I wanted to finish bottom and we didn't. We stayed off the bottom and we got those vital points from Flora because she came and joined the team. Um, at the wild cards, wow, Olympic champion, the 70.3 recent crown world champion. 
I'm not sure about wild cards because I, I I feel for the other athletes that have been yeah. racing for three three weeks with the same people. You know, they've all been traveling. It's been brutal. I, you know, I know that's a bit of a you know, maybe an ex- exaggerated word word, but it's been really tough for them. And then sort of Laura Cruz is in, and it's like oh, fresh legs. I'm on the same time zone. It was wonderful to see our race, a, a p- perfect performance from start to finish. Lucy Charles Barkley, I, I agree with absolutely everything Tim said. But yeah, I, I'm not sure about the for me personally whether I like the world cards or not yeah I think what we can do Annie we can take your points off then (laughs) yeah yeah we'll have a chat about that later Tim all right (laughs) what's done is done what's done is done over a glass of red (laughs) bottle or two (laughs) let's go all the way back to the start though and uh, sorry, sorry, Tim. I, I, I'm not, and I, I might say sorry, but I want to talk to you about how good Victoria Lopez was right at the beginning, and, and she, she did the job that she she set out to do in some ways, uh, and took the twenty grand for a, for her efforts. She's been our little gem, you know. Right from London, she got um, after London. She had the the swim and the bike jersey. You know, I saw her racing at the Olympics, and you know, don't you know, for someone to hang, you know, with. Georgia with Jess, you know, Summer Rappaport, she was off the back at the Olympics and Victoria did eventually get dropped, but she was there long enough. And, um, you know, it was a great combination, you know, having her and Jess together. And, you know, when Flora was laying it down on that first race, Victoria Lopez was hanging with her and Jess Learmoth, who, as we know, has been so dominant over the, the Super League series. So, yeah, no, and she is a, she's just, you got to, we got to get her on the short shoe. She's got so much energy. She's got so much character and yeah she's so positive yeah real brazilian so yes yeah, it's, it's been great having her on the team and you know i was so chuffed because it was touch and go between her and jess you know to actually get the jersey and i'm really happy for her you know that she did it um yeah great asset to super league triathlon yeah it seems like it seems like vittoria lopez is to the eagles what alaria zane is to the scorpions maca in what way? Well, they just bring so much energy, right? She, she goes out hard early, does the best, obviously sometimes gets eliminated mid-race, but it has an effect at the start of the race and then comes off and just has a big smile on her face afterwards yeah. and just good for the team. Yeah, from plugging in from, from afar, I, I enjoyed, you know, from Jersey and then getting to know the team and connecting with Cassandra and Alaria and, and, and the team and, and texting them over there in, in Malibu. I was a bit concerned because MG took over my role because I was stuck there and I'm like, oh, MG, please. You know, these guys are taking it super serious. This is the instruction. He started them on the wrong side. But anyway, Ilaria was one because she brings that energy. Exactly what you said. It, she brings and, – and she's actually the knitting within our team. She's like the, the mother hen of the group and she, she brings everyone together and she's picking up after everyone and she's awesome. She, you're actually right. She's awesome. And I, I give a lot of kudos to Ilaria in bringing Cassandra out of her shell during the entire series. You saw Cassandra really come on through Jersey and I thought she was magnificent in Malibu. And Alaria took a lot of that on her shoulders because and, and, and sort of nurtured Cassandra. Usually she's got Leone with her and she travels, but Leone was in another team and, and, and Alaria filled that role. So, you know, George is doing a thing, chasing the series. So, yeah, I, 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 I absolutely adore my team. I thought they were remarkable. We we sort of bonded as the as the season went on and, and uh, and there was and I think they had a wonderful time racing as a group. I think all the athletes loved the entire team concept. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I would have said that the cheaters probably had the the right decision in terms of where they were at least in the men's on the on the right hand side, whereas on the left hand side of the start, 
it was a bit of a disadvantage, wasn't it? You had to see Vince really had to dig deep there. No, we're not in the men's yet, but it did seem that way, Macca. Yeah, there, there was definitely the wrong side. And, and you know, I was texting MG, but he said, no, I got, the, I got a poor draw. He said he was the fourth pick. But then Vince had told me the night before that he told them to, to start on that far side. I was like, oh. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it, you saw that instantly after the first race, that that side was a definite disadvantage. And uh, and luckily, on, you know, on the men's side, we had the horsepower to swim our, our way up. And, and Georgia, being such a great swimmer as well, was able to get there. And I think Cassandra was able to use her swim strength and follow Georgia to to nullify any of those differences. But Emily and Ilaria got caught out a few times, especially when that wave came in that second race, and and uh, that put them out of action pretty quickly. Yeah, how about that wave in the second race? It was Vicky Holland that we had to go back and look at the tape. Vicky Holland. Well, she was an honorary scorpion there for a second because she totally scorpioned the way over that wave. You don't want to try that that at home. Uh, was Vicky all right, Timmy? She's a, she's an eagle. Wow. No, yeah, she yeah, she was fine. I think the great thing was is when that happened, as soon as she popped up, she was straight back into her stroke. You know, it, it didn't phase her. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I think they were, the day before, that was when we needed the camera crew. When they first turned up to the shore break, I think lots of them were like, oh, if I had a training session today, I don't think I'd go in. I'd go and swim in the pool. And it, it, it wasn't that it's huge. It's just that they don't they train to race and they don't race in those conditions. So they don't train in them. Sure. Your Maddie Hauser, your Aaron Royal, he had a great last race as well. They, they go in that for fun. They finish their run on Gold Coast, you know, Sunshine Coast, and then they warm down by jumping in the surf and doing world champs, catching waves. But the, the women weren't used to it. And the day before, um, Lucy Charles Barclay, she didn't even get in the water. Beth Potter didn't even get in the water. They, the first time they swam in those conditions was race day. That blew my mind that, you know, athletes, you know, with that calibre weren't comfortable going in there. It's, it's a different cool. time though, yeah, huh? Everyone's frozen. Trent, Tim, back in our day, there was a lot more surf swimming. We used to, a lot of the races were done in the surf, but, you know, with uh, a, a lot of this new generation of athletes, they, they're just not exposed to those conditions anymore. A lot of these Australian races, the old World Cups on the, at Malulaba were in the surf. So you did have some experience in surf swimming, especially if you spend some time racing in Australia, but those days are well and truly done and you, and you definitely saw that in the women's racing yesterday there was a lot of concern okay so when we settled into the racing after we got through stage two and we could talk about the format in just a second and whether it needs tweaking but it, it came down to katie zafiris uh jess learmonth georgia taylor brown flora duffy uh it was one short shoot uh and duffy had that but it was all about the brits there and that race within a race and and, and georgia did the job in the end jess couldn't hang with them she fell back there's plenty of people who think that potentially winning three out of four races and not winning the championship series is a tough call. Um, but, you know, it was always, it was there on the line and, and, and everybody knew the way it was. Do you guys consider Jess unlucky? I'll start with you, uh, Annie. She's obviously had a barnstorming three weeks and then just couldn't quite handle the pace on the back end. And Georgia stole it from her best mate. I, I feel um, I've really felt for Jess. And I think that's where perhaps a wild card stepped in Flora Duffy and maybe ups, upset the dynamics there. And I think Jess has entertained us, you know, what sometimes maybe she's been so dominant that it's kind of verging on boring because it's predictable. She has entertained. She's delivered perfectly in three races. And for me, I was I was really sad for her yesterday. I felt she should have got a little bit more out of the overall series after winning three back-to-back races. What about you guys? Yeah, what you think? I think the question that comes up was would it have been disappointing going into the final with the series being wrapped up? So there's always looking at it from that perspective. So 
by keeping mm. those points and a half on the grand final. It keeps the, the final in play. But uh, we're forgetting that Katie Zafera split them. So even if you take Flora out of the equation, yeah. it, it's, you know, Katie stepped in. And Georgia Taylor-Brown on points ended up winning it regardless of Flora's Flora's position in the racing. So I, um, you know, I yeah, it is tough because she did win three races, but Georgia was second four times. Right, so uh, she was in the hunt four times. She had a lot of unluck. I, I think, you know, the Scorpions won the series, Annie. You know, you need to remember. Sorry, that. what was Scorpions that, Maka? I can't hear you, Maka. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay, Scorpions won the individual no, and the series. I need to stop you Maka, though. I... Listen, 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 guys. Who, who, who wants <laughs> to argue No, I'm going to argue <laughs> that you said she was unlucky. Now, listen. I am a super fan of Georgia Taylor-Brown. What she does, the talent, wow, she's amazing, absolutely. She was not unlucky. She made mistakes. So she made mistakes, you know, yeah, and she would but, be but, the first she, she to bounce back and go, yeah, you know, she I'm not, not... She bounced she, back she, and rectified them during the race. Absolutely. And those mistakes, Annie, could have cost her the, the actual wins on those days. The London era, potentially, absolutely. I thought she was, was the form athlete in London. And the error there cost yeah. her that race with the crash. I, I, I think I think I think Jess had it had a covered in, in, in Munich. I think definitely Jess was the form athlete that day, without question. She was untouchable. There's you know, Jersey, there's a question mark over that, but I think, you know, uh, it was it was a very, very even that there's two so evenly matched athletes. It's uh, you know, I do agree that winning three, there's a question should they win the series, but you know, coming four four times second is also justification for for winning the series so it is it's a tough call it is a tough call but i feel it, for it is because I, yeah. Yeah. yeah i think we all did i think we all but felt i think coming really in, did. Yeah. But you, the rules are the rules and georgia taylor brown delivered coming into the race it was good that the season the, the, the series wasn't over we we you know as maca said we didn't want you know to have the grand final and it's already done but i i think you know maca said that flora didn't affect the race and i agree but there was another wild card, and the other wild card was Lucy Charles Barclay. She got the first sh um, short shoot. Now, if she, if there were no wild cards, Jess would have got the short shoot, and that would have put her back in the game in that last leg. So, if we take both the wild cards out, we it would have even gone down to a sprint finish between Katie Zaveras and um, Jess Liamoff, and that could have decided it. So, like, it's amazing that we've got these amazing wild cards in and we're saying Flora didn't affect the, the series event. But the other wild card, even though she got eliminated, she took away what could have been a really dramatic finish. Maybe. Yeah, good point. No, no, very noted. Very good point. Well, does the format need changing? That's, that's, the, that's the next big question. Maybe the format needs to be tweaked and maybe, as Annie said about the wild cards, that, you know, when we're bringing in such high calibre, you know, when people are travelling all around the globe and we've got really fresh athletes in, you know, with this much at stake, uh, you know, as an individual and a team, um, you know, yeah, as, as Annie said, she only, she only didn't come last because she had a wild card, didn't you, Annie? <laughs> well, what a, what a silver lining that is, eh? To a big grey cloud, a nice thin silver lining that you beat Roddy in the Rhinos. Good on you. Him is brave. Oh, Mac is in the UK, Will's in Australia, and Tim's just down the corridor. Watch out, Tim. I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, I'll buy you a bottle of wine. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> I saw the series I said nothing to save the rhinos. 
Nothing to save the rhinos, no. Before the series, nothing to save the rhinos. They are extinct, mate. They are going that I way. Just, as, as all high-performing, high-achieving, three world champions, and Annie has reached a point in her career where she's just happy not to come last. That's the spirit, mate. Good for you. Keep it up. Yes, yeah. That's that's why I've only got one world championship as opposed to the eight uh, sitting sitting alongside you on this show. How, how many? How many have you got, Will? Hey, I don't even have a team, mate. I don't even have a team. I'm an impartial observer. So, which team would you right? be in? Which team would you be in? Hey? Come on. Which oh, team would you obviously, I'd be in the Eagles. There's no question. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what would be the cheaters. So the name that we've got to get rid of the name the cheaters anyway. We've got to get rid of the name. Yeah. That's the yeah. bad name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't keep well, they brought in Flora They brought in Flora Duffy, so it, it actually applies in this case. Instagram poll for a new animal name yeah. for the cheaters. <laughs> Tiger. Tiger's good. Let's nah. just change There's keep Let's make it like Annie's. Lemurs no. or like uh, Annie, and Annie and the ants. The sloth. <laughs> Annie and the ants. Uh, I, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm being I'm being slightly ganged up on, and I hope that our listeners like back me because listen, you know, you're ganging up on me. I want to go home. No, I absolutely don't. You know me, right? Okay, oh. onwards and upwards. All that's right. for sure. The right? format. Onwards Do we need to get more eliminations at the back end? We used to have more. Do we need more? There's not. There's probably not enough jeopardy in this eliminator format at the moment. Um, personally, it's tough. I, I like. I know it's about conservation and stuff, but what I I don't necessarily like seeing athletes having an old chat at the front as they jog around. Probably not great. Uh, and we need to tweak it, right? So we're always open. If anyone has any thoughts on who's listening to this show, get in touch, and we'll um, we'll take that on board. But you know, I what I read all social media, and uh, you know, like. We need to see more. I liked it when five athletes got cut back, back in the day when we used to do it. Maka, what do you think? How should the eliminator be as we move forward? We're continually innovating and tweaking this uh, this format to make it the best it can be. Well, definitely. Post the post every series, we have our, our big debrief with all the team managers and all the all the team back in London, and we look at a whole bunch of tweaks, formats, short shoots, how they'll do teams, how team points will work, and we'll all sit together come to that but in, in relation to the eliminator i 100 believe there needs to be more there was not enough consequence in those races back when we had 25 athletes in the men and women we lost 10 in race one and five in race two i, I think we could easily lose six in, in in both the races and have an eight race final for two reasons if we adjust the point scoring it could it could keep team racing right in the mix because if you can accumulate points the whole way through an eliminator format for the teams and that's a discussion we'll have with team management and and I guess our team, the, the the operating team, the Super League, on how team point scoring can work next year. I think to make the eliminator name even work, it needs to be that way. And and maybe you do eliminate two after the swim, two after the bike, and two after the first run. So it's a moving elimination, which keeps the pace up, right? And because you see, once an athlete put themselves in a position that they know they could shut it right down. Now that's smart racing, but it's not exciting racing. Right, it's not it's not racing that that's that's it's it's easy to call. I thought you guys did an amazing job in commentary to to do that. But yes, I do believe that we could have an eight person final, and uh, six could go each time, and uh, it would it would make for much more consequential and interesting racing. I mean, oh, how good at the start! The first triathlon's awesome because there was so much on the line. There's twenty thousand US dollars, jersey points, the short shoots. It's all happening, and then it's about keeping the keeping it, you know 
keep it, unless you're Christian Blumenfeld, of course, in which case you don't care and you just do what you do and it's just run right, right off the front. But, um, yeah, like I think that obviously continuing, continuing to innovate was great. I think the one thing when we do listen to people about short shoot and things like that, moving it to halfway up the lap I thought was good. Um, Way better. Yeah, allowing people. Andy, what did you think about that one? Because you allowed and, – and the classic one was watching Martin Van Reel take it and watching Alex Yee run up to him, which is exactly what we wanted to see. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant decision from the team, from the Super League team. It worked perfectly. I know a lot of people are a bit 50-50 about the short shoot, but I think it brings some excitement. But we want to see the sprint finish. And we saw Alex Shee come back into it. And it wasn't enough for Martin Van Riel, who is a class act himself. Um, but yeah, so it was great to move it because we ended up with the sprint finish that everyone wants in, in Super League racing. Yeah, to try and get a sprint finish but also create a lot of jeopardy at the start of a race is, is a very tough tightrope to walk when, a rate, when races can go in a hundred different directions. And we've actually seen that over the last couple of weeks. We've actually bedded it right in and managed to do that, to allow a short shoot, to allow some jeopardy in the first triathlon and to still have one at the end. It's like, a, it's like goodwill hunting with all of the permutations and algorithms on the board. How could it possibly play out when we when we need to do this, and we also need to have it the, the other way as well. Uh, Tim, it's good to have you back on the show. I did notice that you just bailed on us there for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my battery's going to go, and I can't, I'm trying to find my adapter from my English to my American plug. Um, I'm terribly sorry, so I might have to go in a do second. Do you want me to go and get to... you one? Do you want me to bail you out, Tim? Because I can. You know, I've been in this situation, and I, I have sympathy. Many for times. Sympathy You're the expert. Got... <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to go over the next one. Neighbours. Remember you ran over the neighbours oh, last time? Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> you guys just down the corridor from each other. Tim, why don't you just, if it dies, just go around to Annie's knock. I'll go down to the reception, sit next to her. Sit and sit yeah, I might, on, I might, if it, but if I do that, it's going to, everything's going to get deleted, isn't it? The, the recording. Well, yeah, no, it's not going to get deleted. It's just going to stop, you know, and then we're going to have to okay. re-pick up again. Um, anyway, right. we'll continue. We'll see how we keep. We'll keep going. We'll see if we can make it to the end. Oh, it's like the petrol yeah, light on the, in a car. Yeah, you know, that's where yeah, you're driving. Let's get the money. You can do it. Um, okay, well, let's get into the men's. What a month it was for the men. Decided in the end by 1.6 seconds after a month. How about that? And the race by 0.2 of a second. Couldn't have asked for more than that. Let's chat, Alex Yee. What a show of maturity it's been about his race throughout this. Not only the maturity showed throughout this race, but also throughout the month where he finished fifth, he made some mistakes. He finished third in Munich, he made a couple of errors. He nailed it in Jersey. He didn't lead at all until the last second, and he did it again here. He just timed his run perfectly, and what a, what a, what a month it has been. Maka, firstly, for, to you, I mean, that guy has just come on uh, this month, and he's going to put him in good stead for the next 12 months. Oh, we said we said it last week in Jersey that that race we saw in Jersey was a stepping stone. He, his maturity in that event was remarkable. The way he he fought and, and and was was just clever in his positioning and to outkick Johnny in Jersey, and he took it to Malibu. That was probably the most exciting race we've seen in on, in Super League racing. The four men to come down like that with the short shoot being allocated to Martin Van Riel, and again Alex Shee's patience and and. Patience as a racer, it's the maturity and patience of a racer. Is it's remarkable that he's the age he is. You know, he's an Olympic gold and silver medalist, and but he's just a, a, amazing to witness. And 
you know, you called it very, very well. I think Richard was saying in the commentary, Rich, he's pulled up onto the outside of, of, of Martin Van Riel. I think at that point I thought you guys must have thought it was coming into the finish and then they made a dead turn. Yeah, I, I could tell that. I'm like, no, they've still got a couple of hundred to go here. And uh, and it was just, it was all on. And, and he applied that pressure. And Martin's just tenacity to, to go again split Hayden Wild from that group, right? And he stayed in front of him, pushed, positioned Alex behind him, got the inside run uh, going to the left to the finish. And Alex timed that sprint again to absolute perfection. Uh, mate, what a series, as you said. What a series. What an athlete. And uh, what an addition to Super League. He's a, a very, very worthy champion of, of, of our series. Yeah. Well, Annie, what, what, have you th- what, what was your take on, on Alex? I know you've, you know, and, and you, Tim, both spent a lot of time with him. Tim, obviously, your team manager uh, of Alex. And I think he's grown in, it feels like, from all the way back here in Australia, that he's grown in confidence with this, with every step of the way as well, Annie. You're on mute again, mate. It, it, honestly, doing this podcast is like like it's like introducing old people to technology for the first time every week. Right. Anyway, so I've only got five percent. Five percent left. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm going to I'm going to say something left. really quickly about what I think about Alex. Yee. I think he's remarkable. But he, his composure. This is a guy who a couple of years ago ran a sub twenty eight on the track. He knows what it's like to race under pressure. But what he's come and done in Super League Series this year it is absolutely beautiful to watch. He's so young, so talented. But I love Martin Van Riel. What a guy. Yeah. He fights to the end. He missed the first race. He had COVID and he battles it like, you know, you want to. He gives 100%. He's a Hayden Wild. He's a Blumenfeld. He's right up there with Brownlee, you know, and, and he nearly got the win. So a brilliant addition to have Martin, you know, back on the circuit, having not made the first one and love to watch that guy race. Yeah. What about you, TD? Just another absolute points monster for you, isn't he? Him and Jess just soaked up all the points. Martin Van Riel is the the last remaining rhino. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> he needs a mate. He needs a mate. Come on, he needs, like, what, <laughs> what what Jess is to Alex, that's what he needs. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I think he's grown in maturity every race, Alex Yee, and. Um, you know he's he's very meticulous um, and he's he's not afraid to be critical with his own performance and we're not talking about this necessarily the swim the bike and the run but it's the, it's how he's executing in the race and um, yeah I, I mean every race he's grown in confidence and I think that, again the breakthrough was winning and how he won to be the most decorated Olympian in a sprint finish on the toughest event in Jersey. And then, you know, was he the favourite coming to this race? No, I think people were going, it was Vince. You know, this is, you know, with the swim, you know, with his his skill set. But, um, you know, he really, really, you know, he stepped up big time. And and once it was on the run, it wasn't a foregone conclusion because Martin Van Riel, he, got, he had the short shoot, you know. But, um, yeah, no, I think his tenacity and his grit and determination and his track knowledge really, really took it home. But, but, but again, just like last week, it, it wasn't over till it was over. Is that Annie in the background there mopping up the floor? No, she's gone. 
And he's left now. We're the only ones. We're the only ones that have ever stayed on the on the screen for the entire show. Yeah, this yeah. is the main. St- I mean, there was a show <laughs> where Marcus, we sometimes were... you're not even here. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> there was a show where, where Macca had like his one of his family members crawling around in the background on the floor, thinking that she was out of shots, <laughs> but she wasn't. I mean, I feel like other podcasts don't have to deal with this level level of stuff going on. You know, like they're all in a room together. But anyway, um, entire Olympic podium was there, uh, plus a 70.3 world champ, Gustav Eden, who... Okay, Mackie, now we've only got two of us. Let's talk. You're not. everybody? Oh, no, he's got the, he's got the adapter. Oh, thank goodness. Tell, tell me, Mackie, while we wait for the rest of the team, the, the Brits who have just bailed on us, um, does Gustav Eden... Here's my question. Does Gustav Eden get the money from the Eagles picking up the 120 grand because he just ra- he just rolled in late on? Like he's there for one race, right? So does Gustav Eden get 15 grand? No. No, no none none of the wild Maybe, none know. of the wild cards. No, none none, none of, the of the wild cards are getting the team prize money. Yeah. Yeah. No, because that's as you said, because he was the happiest man in the world with that big check. Yeah, yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would... he was, but he played a big role for a lot of the. Like, I love seeing those two Norwegians race. Like, you know, Christian, we, we talk about them a lot, but Gustav just come off a 70.3, defending his world title. Like, how good is that program? Like, there's one thing talking about the high performance program of Great Britain, which is the is the gold standard without question. But the the Norwegian program with those lads and uh, is is remarkable, and just the way they race and they support each other. And they just fit in. Everyone loves to be around them. They're fun guys. They, they, they're just, they're just a wonderful addition. I, I hope we get them for the entire series next year. But they're probably going to do Ironman, seventy point three Olympics, and Super League. Like no one has got a range like these guys. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And yeah, and but they, they, they definitely mix it all up. How, how about Bloomy though? Like I sent, sent him a message when uh, Kona was moved again to May. And said, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I would love to win two world championships in one year and also go sub seven in the middle of that, plus do Super League. <laughs> and the guy just like wants to win everything and just expects that he's going to win every single race that he goes into. He was he was awesome Suddenly at the front. Suddenly people believe now, mate. Huh? Everyone believes now. Last year, everyone, 18 months ago, everyone was like, this guy's crazy. But now they don't. No one thinks he's crazy anymore. Well, he's got the Olympics all the two years ago. He's got the world championships. He called that. And now no one's thinking, oh, I might tell you what. He, he would have, you know, there was talk that he said we'd win the 70.3 worlds. One of us, he had the problem there. But, like, the, no one's laughing at the Norwegians anymore. When they say something now, people listen. Before they'd be like, ah, but yeah. not anymore. Well, they just say the numbers The numbers show that that's what we will do. We will, we, we already know yeah, what, how we will race, you know. And like, Ivan Drago. Yeah, but they have, like they're just such good people to be around, as well as being so focused. Normally, you probably don't have that because you know the more focused you are, the more narrow narrow it is. But uh, Christian Blumenfeld did what he did, as I remember in the, one of the early eliminators we ever had, which is go out there and win stage one and two for absolutely no reason other than to pick up points for a team that he'd only joined the day before. That was in Hamilton Island. We had a in Hamilton Island. We put a thousand dollars up. Remember? Yeah, we, uh, that's right. Trying to keep the pacing, and he just went bing, bing. It was two thousand dollars. You'd be crazy not to win that. I'm like, yeah. and he went after and got them all. So it was, 
But this time there was nothing. There was nothing except for points. But how good was it? Because he really spiced up stage two. Uh, Tim, welcome back to the show. Annie, welcome back to the show also. It's lovely to have you back on. Uh, it's been a while since we've spoken to you. Uh, what, did you what did you think about Christian Blumenfeld and what he brought to, to the racing? He finished with the top five and, he, and he, he got plenty of screen time, Tim, as well. Yeah, what was he doing? I didn't understand it. I wasn't sure if it was a different format for the for the men and women. Um, yeah, it wasn't smart racing. He's um, he's a better than that. He got a mechanical at the world seventy point three, so he was fresher than um, um, yeah than every than the other guys who had come from there. But yeah, it did baffle me a little bit, and it was getting quite hot. Um, yeah, um, he had great swims, which I was surprised at. I thought he might have been off the pace a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was peculiar racing. He didn't look that comfortable on the bike. And I think the last race, the last race was a minute quicker than the first two races. And I think, um, yeah, that he just, he just didn't have that top end that the other guys have, you know, they're, they're willing, not willing, but their bodies are used to digging deeper because they've done it for the, for the last three weeks. But yeah, the minute difference between the third race and the, the first two races, which is, which is a lot over 14 minutes. Yeah, Andy, what about you? Did, in terms of the, um, you know, you're a bit against the wild cards in the women's, they mixed up the order. They didn't, it didn't happen that way necessarily in the men's. Gustav was mid-pack. Uh, Christian obviously did what he did. Um, so, I mean, good to have the Norwegians on board, I felt. What did you think? Oh, you know, you just, you got to love Christian, haven't you, for that energy, that desire to win, you know, at all costs. And I think when you, when you look at Super League racing, you don't see any guy going in. He didn't win. What are you on about? <laughs> no, he, did, he didn't win. But I'm just talking about the, the spectacle of just seeing Christian out there, just loving what he does, just going hard, you know. And, and I think that's really important for the sport because we see it in a lot of other events where, you know, guys cruise around and we don't see that in Super League. And and Christian, you know, whether he needed to or not, was never going to sit around. You know, he's used to going hard and that's what he does. So I think he's a brilliant addition. I'd love to see him race all, you know, all, all, all of the series. It would be absolutely brilliant. But I did. I, he was a great addition and he didn't affect the overall ranking. So that makes me happy being someone who's not, you know, a massive supporter of bringing in the wild cards. But he's got a, he's got a lot better. I've found uh, from his, you know, he was one of the one of the athletes that started with us in Hamilton Island. So he's been with Super League from the entire journey. And if you mm. if you you know take your mind back to that, he used to he used to be very overgeared, even in Jersey in years past, in, in Malta and races. He's a very big gear pushing athlete. He's got the power to do that. And on a course like Malibu, I thought he'd get a lot more exposed. It was a very very technical course, but it, he seems to have. To, to be getting those bike skills a little bit more honed than he than he has in years past, and I, I think over time he could, if he focused a little bit more on Super League because he's doing everything, he's going to win Kona and everything. He's the type of athlete that can do it. He's just a guy that I think we haven't even seen the best of yet in Super League racing because that attitude, that running, that aggression, that 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 no holds barred attacking style of of of, of racing is what wins Super League racing. And here's a question to you, Maka. We've never really seen an athlete. We've seen athletes, you know, like you, um, you know, several others who have, have been great short course racers, moved over and to long and stayed there. Do you think an athlete can mix the two? Is that possible, like, throughout their career? So he goes over to long and then... A young athlete can, and it depends how long you stay in the long stuff for. I think if you're there too long, it's no coming back. Like, Jan Fredino is one of the great short course athletes that's transitioned across he couldn't come back i tried to do it for london and it's it, it, you're done once you spend too much time up there 
you, you, you take those fast pitch fibers and they're gone. Christian's still young enough to tweak along. And uh, oh, look at that. No. Now we're all on the way. There he is. <laughs> and, yeah. Why don't you share a headphone just with Annie like you like you're um you know fifteen we're, we're years old. We're, I'm back. I'm we're, back. We're top buddies because we've enjoyed the series together, right? You know, we can travel and you know it's well, that's it's lovely stuff like having I'm Tim on the on front board. line here fighting the virus, guys. <laughs> Literally line. fighting it. Yeah, give you the freedom you guys are enjoying is thanks to soldiers like myself on that front line. <laughs> Oh, me and Anna. Well, I'm me just Anna. I'm just hiding from the children like I do all the time. That's that's what I'm doing. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so we, we're getting to the end of the podcast. Uh, we're limping to the end of the podcast technologically, but nevertheless, we've made it here. I want to get um, a favourite moment from the series from you guys um, to, to wrap it up. Obviously, you know, there's so many storylines that wove their way through. But was there a specific moment on TV, or or you were calling, or you were just there, or even away from the from the racing that that you can share um, that you really enjoyed? Uh, Macca, I'll start with you. You obviously have had different roles throughout uh, throughout the series, from then being stuck in Jersey, and then you were there in the Coliseum commentary for a couple of races as well. What was a what was a key moment that you really that sticks out to you when you look back at this month? For me, without without question, is is Matt Hauser, and, I, and I'll tell you why. I think that the moment that he he was chasing that swim jersey, he wanted it from the start, he wanted the money with that swim jersey to give up those points in, in jersey to enable Vince to get the short shoot, which threatened him from winning that entire jersey. Put his whole That showed to me that the athletes were buying into this team concept and they went, and it was like, wow, we're, we're, we're onto something here. They're understanding it. And then to talk to him, you know, leading into Malibu, it was a surf swim. He was nervous. He... You know, he said, man, I really want to win the swim jersey. And he was out of action and he cracked that wave. And I was so happy for him. I said, just go all in on that race, get the swim jersey. We need the points and 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 secure that swim thing. Take the 20 grand and go home. And for him to do that, I was texting with his dad. I was like, mate, it was just unreal for me. So that was a big moment. Even though he didn't fare in the, in the front of the racing, it was just that whole showing to me that the athletes loved what they were doing in the team, really bought into the team and, and loved being part of a team. And then for him to get the reward in the end that he was after by chance, by catching that way, by luck, you know, to some degree. We started on the wrong side, but that's another story. Thanks, MG. But, um, yeah, well, that was awesome for me. Very, very cool. Did he know at that point, because he was, I mean, he was sacrificing for the team, did he know in his, or did he not realise that he was going to lose those points there as well and have that one point? Because he would have been two points clear of Vince had he had just crossed that line ahead. Did he know that at the time and did it for the team anyway? He didn't know at the time. He wasn't thinking at the time. He was thinking for Vince to win the race, and uh, which was what I, which was what's so cool. It was just an unselfish action for a teammate to in order for that teammate to win a, to win an event to give him every opportunity he could to win. And I just thought that was it was awesome. And for him to, to get the reward he was after anyway at the end of the series, that was one of the coolest moments as as a Scorpions team manager. It was it was really cool. I was really happy for him. Yeah, I've got to say I was like. On the fence about whether you can create teams out of nothing and and have people buy into them in a racing sense, like maybe yes on the outside of the racing, but as soon as the racing starts, everyone just does what they do. But we saw multiple times throughout the series people doing something for a teammate in the heat of battle, and I thought that was really cool and something going to build from there. Um, once we change the name to the um, Lemurs or whatever we're going to do for Annie's team, we'll really have 
the, the sloths. <laughs> once we, once we, once we that in, and we create all new merchandise for the sloths, which I feel like wouldn't be tight shirts. They'd just be really big, like moo-moos, like massive, like a like a hoodie, like with like <laughs> you're not getting off the couch if you're wearing a, a sloth gear. You're basically settling in for a Netflix binge. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Maybe just ice cream stains down the front, you know that kind of thing. Um, what about you, Annie? What was your what was your um, your standout moment? Can I have two, please? Oh, I'll be oh, really oh, oh. <laughs> You're such an integral member of this podcast. You can have two if you like. <laughs> Thank oh, you. I want three then. I'll be <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got, you're gonna have. He's sharing. You're sharing my earphone right now. So listen. You, know, <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah, can no, back no, off, no. right? So okay, just quickly, coming to London, Super League, coming to London. Um, you know, they're in the city of London. You know, one of the wealthiest cities in the world. It was magnificent. It, the, just the whole event was brilliant. The sun shone. The athletes loved it. The crowds were out. And after everything, you know, people have gone through. Okay, the last eighteen months, it was brilliant to see. Moving on really quickly. Um, I just think the final. Will's commentary in the final the sprint in Jersey and watching, yeah. you know, Johnny being pulled along with um with with Alex Yee and then, you know, being really bold, like Johnny we haven't seen for a long time, going past Hayden Wall and then that magnificent sprint finish. Uh, and Will called it absolutely brilliantly. It gives me oh, goosebumps still. God, still. Oh no. You know what what about? You oh, do you want another favorite <laughs> moment? Oh, Is it got anything to do with me? <laughs> No, well, it's all, I dream about you now. I dream about your wonderful commentary. Oh, you go. Jim, you've only got two now because that was one of your favourite moments too, wasn't it? <laughs> that was. Well, well. Oh, love you guys. Love you guys. Annie, unless you've got anything else great to say about me, let's move on to Tim. Uh, TD, what do you think? So I've, yeah, I've got three favourite moments. No, I think, um, you know, I think um, uh, Munich, Jess's race, you know, that is yeah. the most dominant performance this season, men or women. She led from the start to the finish. Um, she took control of the race. And, um, yeah, I just think we haven't seen that dominance for, you know, since since Vince, you know, when he was, you know, turning up and, yeah, cantering around the races. Yeah, and I think that was just phenomenal performance. That really was. All right. I'll only have one. Yeah, I have one. Oh, well, I was expecting yeah. like a, you know, uh, anyway, we move on. One point, one point two, etc. Uh, what about you, Will? Yeah, what was me? it as well? Um, you can't say uh, nobody ever asked me. Nobody ever asked me what <laughs> what I want. Um, oh, I think no. I think my, well, my favourite part of it was just continually Georgia continually coming back. You know, coming yeah. back from having that accident, like that rookie error accident, that made everyone who's a rookie triathlete feel better about themselves um, in Jersey. Coming back from that, just showing so much resilience. Coming back from what happened in Jersey with the short shoot. Um, she's had and, and just I mean more broadly what George has done this year as well having a flat tire in the Olympics the whole thing she just showed a lot of resilience and what I particularly liked was all of the interviews afterwards and I obviously think about this from a television perspective but the respect between Jess and Georgia when they've been pitted against each other and have held each other up and have really just backed each other in and even when they win they think of the other person and I just thought that was really nice and, and, it, and it's kind of emblematic of a real camaraderie between all of the Super League athletes who who really buy into each other's and we, we I know Super League makes a lot of effort in keeping them together and sending them to events and stuff together and making sure there's a lot of camaraderie through the month. 
uh, not necessarily at the racing. And I think that's really reflected in the teams and the attitude they have towards each other and how they always pick each other up. And I just think that's universal in sport. And I just think Super League's done a fantastic job of that. And the Jess and Georgia uh, interactions, I think, have been, you know, part of that. So that's one thing that I've really enjoyed. Not that anyone really cares about what my opinion is, but thanks for asking. Um, and that wraps us up for in terms of the 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 show. I mean, and one one I just want to end, Mac, with get, tell us what's going to happen next with Super League. I mean, where are we going next? What's the plan? I mean, what what does twenty twenty two look like? And 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 what can we expect? Can you let us in on anything at all? You're all out of work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be, we've got, obviously, the Arena Games coming. The, the Arena Games will kick off. Uh, you know, they were very successful last year and sort of the catalyst that brought a lot of the new talent across to Super League Racing. And, you know, being in, in Jersey with Anna Godoy, who had a great Arena game, she, she said she's got actually more people have recognised her in Spain from that performance at the Arena Games because it was on television than any performance she's ever done in, in a career. So... That that's coming up next, and then next year we've got a bigger series. So I, I want to go back to the drawing board, get all the team managers together with our team, and and talk about how we structure that that point system, especially with two extra races next year that'll come back online, potentially three if Singapore comes back online, depending on COVID. So a big season next year, and uh, it'll be here before we know it. I can't believe how quick it goes. So bigger and better. Obviously, we're not overly happy with everything. I think you can never we can love what we sell, but I think all of us get together and, and, and say what we think we can improve and we'll always push the envelope to get better and better. If we treat Super League like we did our careers and, and constantly push the envelope to get better and better and better, then we get we get the series to where it wants to be and, and, and showcase the world's best athletes. Because, man, they're just unbelievable entertainers, Amazing. unbelievable athletes to watch. And they, they deserve a platform like this to, to showcase their skill because it is so entertaining. Absolutely agree. Uh, great way to stop the podcast there. Thanks, everyone, for being on. Thanks, Tim, for leaving your room and now what looks like a, a quite an awkward first date uh, between the two of you. It's lovely. looks lovely on oh, this beautiful, that's super COVID safe stuff. That's great stuff. All right. All right. We're going to wrap it up there. That is a short shoot show. All the details. You can go back and look on YouTube for all the racing. Uh, go back and reflect on what's been a fantastic month. Superleaguetriathlon.com has all the news, all the views, all the YouTube, all of that stuff, everything you could possibly want. Uh, we will be back very, very soon with another short shoot show. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Annie. Thanks, Chris. We will see you later. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.